Hello everyone, my name is Andy Summers and welcome to episode 11 of Reviving the Soul. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat of the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the garden of Eden he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Genesis 3, 17-24 When God had finished issuing his judgments upon the serpent and upon Eve, God then addressed Adam. God had created Adam to enjoy the perfect and beautiful world that had been prepared for him, his family, and their descendants. God had given Adam the stars to marvel at, the creatures to name and discover, as well as a joyful labor that always yielded in a bountiful harvest. God had blessed Adam with Eve and gave her the ability to have children without labor pains or a difficulty raising them. Adam and Eve lived in a world where they communed with God in perfect harmony without fear of wrath or judgment. Adam and Eve knew no pain, confusion, anger, or sadness. All they knew was a full and perfect joy. And now Adam, afraid for his life because of his disobedience, listens to the voice of God. God is very clear as to the reason why Adam is being punished. Because of his passive self-interest, Adam listened to the voice of his wife. Adam is being punished for not caring for and not leading his wife into life, but rather he was selfish and led her to death. God now curses the ground, making it difficult to provide for him or his family. He will now stress and toil to bring forth a wage, and just as Eve's punishment struck at the very core of her being as a wife and as a mother, so Adam was struck at the innermost core of his being, his work, and his ability to provide for him and his family. The very ground from which Adam was brought to life will now bring forth great pain and difficulty. And this pain applies to all work. Anyone who seeks to produce any product in this world knows the pain and frustration of doing so. Despite the pain that man will suffer to produce, God still extends a hand of mercy, a hand of grace. Just as children can bring joy to a mother despite the pain of childbirth and the difficulty of raising them, so does an honest day's work bring at least some level of joy to a man. Although a man may dislike the job he is currently working, he can find joy in knowing that his family is being fed and he is bringing glory to his Creator. Now this level of joy is not possible apart from God, for it is by His grace that any craftsman, farmer, artist, or chef would find any satisfaction at all. As Kent Hughes observes, the gift of work is good, but it is covered in thorns. Again. By God's sovereign provision and grace, Adam and Eve are then clothed and allowed to live for a time. This is significant because God clothed Adam and Eve with the skins of an animal, which means the animal had to die. You see, although Adam and Eve were allowed to live, their sin still brought a physical death. 
The sacrifice that God made on behalf of Adam and Eve is a picture of the ultimate sacrifice to come when Jesus would close sinners in righteousness, covering their shame. Because of the Tree of Life's location, God then removes Adam and Eve from the garden. And God warned Adam and Eve that if they were to disobey, they would die. And this is the established punishment for sin. Paul says in his letter to the Romans that the wages of sin is death. Paul is simply reiterating what God had already established in Eden. And it is for this reason that Adam and Eve could no longer have access to the tree of life. Adam and Eve had been exiled from the presence of God along with all of their descendants. Now throughout the biblical narrative, God would allow small and limited access to his presence through the holy holies in the tabernacle and in the temple. And even then, only a select few were allowed into that space. But when Jesus died on that cross, the veil in the temple that separated the Holy of Holies from the inner court was torn from top to bottom, giving all those who belong to Christ access to the Father. Hebrews 6, 19-20 says this, We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And Ephesians 2, 6-7 says that God has raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. See, although mankind had lived in exile for thousands of years because of the first Adam's sin, it is through the second Adam's perfect life, death, and resurrection that Christians have been given access to the presence of God yet again. And this is the gospel in its most simplest terms, that Jesus died according to the scriptures and was raised again for sinners. Believe in Jesus and repent of your sins, and he too will clothe you in righteousness, covering your sin and securing your place in the heavenly places. Reviving the Soul is available on all listening platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, and many others. If you have any questions, please feel free to leave a comment on my Facebook page at Psalm 19 Revive. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. And until next time, apply all of Scripture to all of life.